Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Anytime I hear that uh, Ben Shapiro's pissed off about something, it's like, it's like, oh god, he's like the he talks about men being men and stuff like that, but he sounds like the whiniest little bitch. <laughs> Complains about shit constantly. Yeah, and it's just like going, you know, it's like, you know, they try to go ahead and tell men not to be men anymore. I go, why don't you try being like a man? Like all I get from you is you look like you're twelve, and you look like you got beat up a lot in school, like a lot. Well, you know, not to sound sexist, a real man usually doesn't complain about fucking every little thing <laughs> under the sun, you know, because um, so <laughs> Steve brought to my attention today that um, Oreo cookies <laughs> pissed um, him has, off, <laughs> <laughs> pissed, pissed Ben Shapiro off because they've joined the good fight. Uh, they made a commercial with some about someone coming out or something yeah, like that. Chinese American guy coming out um to a few close family members right so in context and context the he's supposed to before he uh shares you know his his coming out to his grandmother his mom slips him a note that says she might be my mother but you're my son and um it was just like the message was you know coming out doesn't just happen once right and it's like you know that then that's true you know it's like that but because it was co-produced by oreo so Oreo's on the death watch now. <laughs> here's here's my take. Here's here's my hot not take. even a hot take because we <laughs> we've been thinking about it for a minute. I laughed when he told me because I said, I said I'm guess I gotta buy Oreos now. <laughs> and I said I won't, but that's only because I don't really like Oreos, so I'm not gonna buy Oreos. Yeah, they they the double stuff. I'm pissed off because the double stuff looks like the way the original did. Yeah, they think they're slick. Yeah, I know. Right? That's older cats now. <laughs> I looked at the double stuff um, not too long ago, and I was like, and the picture on the bag <laughs> looks like it originally did. But when you look at the cookie, I'm like, y'all tripping, bro. Stop like, it. Like, like the, the amount of cream in it or in the double stuff on the package looks like it was a bukkake <laughs> thing. Like, you know, but like, 
And it was funny to be oozing out. <laughs> it was just like, you know, it's like, what's with the facial? Like, I don't need the facial <laughs> shot there. Like, that's just a bit much. But like, because <laughs> I, I bought one for the <laughs> I bought one for the store like about a month ago and it was double stuff. And I opened it up and I looked and I go, and literally as these words left my mouth, I go, holy fuck, I'm my parents now. Like, you know, it's that point where like, didn't these used to be bigger? Now I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I'm going to become like my fucking parents. So (laughs) my lukewarm take is tepid take. We'll get this out of the way. Okay. If you really... If you know, you know, but we live in a world now where everyone wants, and and I know it's, I'm ironically telling you this from my podcast that I do with my friend, but (laughs) we live in a world where everybody's got a fucking opinion, right? But the thing is, is Steve and I know that we're just having a laugh. We're just having a good time. I hope some people can listen and have a good time too. (laughs) But people like Ben Shapiro, they come out of nowhere (laughs) and then think that their opinion is important. His opinion is important, not important. Actually, his opinion is about as important as Oreos. No his matter where is, you land on the argument, his opinion is about as as is about as um as important as mine. You know, right? You know, now, and he has a bigger first, audience. <laughs> at first, I was gonna say, um, you know, Oreos just pandering. However, you look at the ad, and it's a well put together ad, and and I do stand by. You know, there are marginalized groups in this country. It's nice to see something on the TV that they can relate to. That's something that actually um, Steve opened my eyes to because I have such a I don't give a fuck attitude that when all this like stuff about LGBT and stuff was coming on the TV, it didn't bother me. But I'm like, why? Who fucking cares? But, you know, representation is important. So the other part of this is Ben Shapiro, this does he not have hobbies? Like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? First of all, it's it's a cookie company, right? They make cookies. Here's the hypocrisy of it, okay? And this is something I was saying to Steve. He's going to say, oh, I'm not going to buy Oreo cookies because they – I don't even know why. They like gay people, I guess. I don't know. Um, or they're they're ruining pushing, the fabric of American society, or whatever the they're, fuck. They're pushing said. their they're pushing the left wing agenda. Right, they're pushing their left wing agenda as he pushes his right wing agenda. Yeah. Um, by the he, way, by the way, he's boycotting gay cookies. That's right. Yeah, he's going to boycott I, gay cookies because they're doing something that's unjust in his eyes. However, he has an iPhone, right? <laughs> or he's buying products that that have aerosol and something like that. We all participate. <laughs> In shit that is not a hundred percent above board, okay? Because it's the way the world is, right. okay? That's one of the, and I'm not saying globalization is bad, but that's one of the negative parts of globalization is you don't know where shit is coming from. So you know, and I, iPhones is the easiest example, and Android. If you got an Android, don't think you high and mighty. It's the same problem. <laughs> yeah, these things are being made in China, poor working conditions. You know, you got you got some Nikes on your feet. You got them new fucking Air Forces. <laughs> some eight year old made them bitches in a fucking in Taiwan. Okay, let's just let's also keep in mind that all the equipment that Ben Shapiro's using, I guarantee you, none of that was made here. Right, but that shit doesn't matter. No, because 
it's not pushing his agenda. And and something I said, I said, if hypocrisy was a fuel, we'd be at Alpha Centauri already, because <laughs> everyone lives. It seems, we would it, have met the Vulcans already, <laughs> right? Like I I don't know what it is lately, and maybe I'm just because I'm home, and I'm just noticing. <laughs> but like you're bored, <laughs> I'm bored, and I'm watching shit. All this shit is just smoke and mirrors and bullshit. It's just I need you to click this. So I can make money. So I'm just gonna say shit. They all pick a they pick a stage, they pick a, a side, and they become a character of themselves and they just go like that fucking who's that one the hot blonde chick who's on the on the right? Tori something. Oh t- Tony isn't it? Tony Lori? Tony Tori. Who fucking cares? They're Tony, all Tony, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> Tony, no, don't disrespect Tony. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't want to disrespect Tony, Tony, <laughs> <Come> Tony. <on. laughs> um, but she's another one where she just sounds like whoever she's working for. She was super alt-right when she was working with Breitbart. Yeah. And then she went to a different, like a more legit, quote-unquote, news network, and she tones it down a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm so tired of it. I don't, I don't fucking care anymore. I'm starting to think the Joker was right. Okay, <laughs> this is all just a big joke, and it's funny too because the Joker's half right. It is all a joke because of the hypocrisy. However, regular people exist within this joke. Like we're not all in on it. We're just being attacked by it constantly. You know the news, everything like that. I, I I try to read the New York Times every morning because, you know, I don't know. That's something that you're supposed to do, I guess. And I've kind of stopped because every it's the same news. It's just the Ukraine. That's the only thing to really talk about. Yeah. It's the only thing the New York Times is going to talk about. Anyway. I say that's the only thing, the only – and even local news, like it used to be like I would watch 10 minutes of the headlines because then they would go right into COVID. And it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to look. Yeah, and it's like... Now it's not, Ukraine and then COVID. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm not saying what's happening in the Ukraine isn't important, of course. You know, let's remember that context still exists whether you understand it or not, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're not telling me anything new. It reminds me of 9-11. 9-11, and, and I'm not really talking about the paper because usually there's something new. It's like, this is what happened yesterday. You know, this is what I've always said, and I've said a couple times in this podcast. I prefer getting the news from the paper because the new the news, the reporters should have a day at least to process this information and put it into a into a digestible format for me to to consume. Okay, there you go. Um, put that on a fucking bumper sticker. But <laughs> when you watch news on TV, it reminds me of nine eleven, a twenty four hour news cycle is garbage because you keep watching it because you think and we all did september 11 no one was no one was fucking safe from this what what's happening what's happening right you know we need to know and then you kind of realize in like the third day that you've been told the same thing 500 fucking times (laughs) and but you don't want to turn it off because you're really gonna miss something right you know and it's 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 like a sickness (laughs) you know what i mean now it's gotten even worse because before at least that information that was being repeated was being repeated from a reputable source but now we're hearing schmucks like ben shapiro who the fuck is ben shapiro like other than being someone who gets pissy about oreo cookies 
it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to satisfy his wife too. That was a big thing on the oh, internet. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which I felt I kind of felt bad for the guy. I'm like Jesus Christ, leave him alone, you know. <laughs> but um, well, he he was the I think he said something because he said something about his wife doesn't get wet or something like that. It was like and we're like going, I think you're doing it wrong, dude. Is what? Yeah. <laughs> Were you going in in there dry or what, <laughs> honey? That's like, my honey. That's my belly button. <laughs> people, pe- and I will say one thing about, and I'm picking on Ben Shapiro because he's the name that I'm remembering from this <laughs> this thing. I've listened to Ben Shapiro a couple times. I've I've seen some tweets from him. I'm not one of those people that just refuses to listen to people I don't 100 percent agree with because that's foolish. You know, we we have to we have to hear all sides. You know, he's made good points before on different topics. He's not an idiot, but He's also trying to make money. And that's yeah. that's what people sometimes forget is it's it's a grift. Everybody's and it's not just the right. The left does it too. Yeah. Okay. You'll see people that when the Black Lives Matter movement, and I know I'm on a soapbox and I'm almost done, I don't give a fuck. When the Black Lives Matter movement was going on, it was good. Okay. It's like, listen, police brutality, it's not it's not right. It's it's definitely hurting people of color a lot worse. We need to address it. Of course we do. If you are if you are any kind of a decent human being, you can't disagree with that. But then you get the you get the grifters that come through. Yeah. Of all shapes, sizes, and colors. The biggest problem with that, and this is where the mainstream media comes in, is that all the grifters are the ones that appear on TV. They're the ones that suddenly become called experts and then everybody needs to, you know, listen to these guys and their hot takes or whatever because it again, it's that 24-hour news cycle that they need to spice up to get the ratings. So they're not going to necessarily get the most reputable people because most it, of the most of those people will put you to sleep. It works exactly, and that's my point. It works because of something I've called Steve and I coined this phrase on this podcast, the Howard Stern effect. Yeah. It's the same thing with Howard Stern in the late 80s, early 90s, where if you watch that damn movie of his, which I love, the private parts movie, <laughs> um, the dude reads the report. It says people who like him want to listen to him because they want to see what he's going to say next. People that don't like him listen to him because they want to see, see what, what he's going to say next. next. Yeah. Because people get addicted to the drama. Okay, it's human beings. I do. I've done it too. I've I've seen myself get caught up, and so I'm not. I'm not speaking above everyone looking down okay we're all in this together all right but some people take it a little too far you know and it's like ben shapiro has how can i put this this is this is my main point i want to put it right you have people like ben shapiro okay and i can't think of someone who would be on the left that's equivalent to ben shapiro just because i don't pay attention enough the right right wingers tend to be louder so I usually remember them more and also they counter more of what I have to – what I think. Whatever. Ben Shapiro <laughs> and some schmuck on the left that's the same. You, I'm sure somebody can figure it out. Um, the problem with them is they're not a whole person and it's it should be completely obvious because no one in their right mind can just 100 percent believe only one side of the political spectrum. It's it's You can't be a full human being going – I'm so far in the right or I'm so far in the left. Everyone else is wrong 100% of the time. Right. That's such a simplistic worldview. It makes you look like a fucking child. It doesn't it's stupid. You have to the only sane way is to be in the middle. You can lean a little bit once I can lean with another. 
The people in the middle, conservatives in the middle and liberals in the middle, are shaking hands and having legit conversations. Everybody else on the fringes are fucking insane. But they get the most ratings because they're more interesting. It's not interesting to see a, a, a middle – what do they call it? Middle – what do they call the middle? A fucking moderate. A oh, yeah. moderate liberal and a moderate conservative having a civil conversation. It's like, oh, what's your economic policy? Oh, that's interesting. I don't 100% agree. Blah, 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 blah. No one wants to see that. They want to see fucking Jersey Shore. They want to see people throwing shoes and fucking freaking out and saying cookies are gay. <laughs> or, frogs. Not a part of or frogs. Or frogs. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of the nonsense anymore, okay? That's my main point. We all need to smile the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. But, but Ben Shapiro isn't 100% a bad guy. He's super conservative. But I've I've heard some opinions that he's made about other things that aren't so political, and I've I've been like, okay, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? He's had some uh, some opinions on religion and stuff because he's very he's very Jewish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like he he's always got a yarmulke and stuff, and good for him, you know. But he's had some he's he's had some talking points about that, and also about um, what was one thing that I kind of I kind of rocked with him about, but he was also being a little heavy handed with it. Was he was at a college. Which is not a good place for anyone on the right to be anyway. He was on a college campus and um, people were talking about how um, some lady yelled at him and said, but this this hurts my feelings. And he goes – he said his famous line, facts don't care about your feelings, which is corny. But then he explained he's like, not every emotion is valid. You have to back it up with something. I'm like, OK. Well, yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Which, and that's one the super liberals sometimes don't get that. Yeah, and also the same thing with the super conservatives and, yeah, because of because he's of the, always there to. Whenever I say anything bad about liberals, also the right. <laughs> Human <laughs> beings do that. Yeah, the, yeah. it's like um, it's like uh, what was it? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, she yeah. she you know she said a bunch of stuff like you know that you know some racist shit that she says. She's like, yeah, I got on the elevator with uh, Ilian Omar. And I looked at her, and she wasn't wearing a backpack. So I go, okay, I guess we're safe, you know. And and then this clownish behavior. And then and then said something else to that. um, She'll. She said something against someone about, and then she was using gun rights, and everybody was like, "I think you're just threatening somebody." And she's like, "I have the right to speak my mind." So she goes and makes a stupid ass comment. And Jimmy Kimmel goes ahead, picks up on it, and then, you know, makes a comment about her. And then she goes, I just filed a police report against Jimmy Kimmel because he just went ahead and made a threat against me. Fucking. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Hypocrisy. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's the word of the decade. It's, It's just constant. I can do what I want, but you can only do what I want. Right. Shut the fuck up. You know, and I'm I'm I don't care who it bothers, but I'm in the camp of if you're if something is emotionally bothering you and it's not actually impeding you from doing anything, it's just something someone's opinion is bothering you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, like unless you have something, you have a counterpoint that's well thought out. You would do fine. But if you're just going to go, you're hurting my feelings. So you have to stop. Fuck your feelings. Hmm. Your feelings don't matter. Yeah. Because because in, in actuality, I mean. Yeah, you're, and that's one of the biggest problems with social media and all of that Feelings stuff is, is driven. Is that the is that it gives everybody a point to talk about their feelings, how it how they're offended by this, and it's like you know what? 
there was some good stuff without the internet. You know, yeah. it's like if something bothered you, change the channel, turn it off, don't watch that person, I think, stop listening to that person. I think so. One of the key tenets of democracy is everybody can voice their opinion, right? And I'm I'm not saying that's bad. That's definitely great. I just think no wait wait wait. <laughs> I'm saying it. <laughs> I think it worked better when we didn't have social media. Because if you had somebody whose opinion was ridiculous, it would get filtered out before the masses heard it. Because they're you would get maybe their friends and family would think they were cool and then you would start getting into some like the local play and everyone would be like you're a fucking idiot and it would never get to every motherfucker on the planet yeah. now someone tweets something first of all if you tweet something someone's gonna save it yeah and blame you for it once it once it gets on the internet it's never going away right like people go oh well i deleted it it's like yeah it doesn't matter it's like this fucking um oh what was the thing that happened oh this florida bill you know and the the one about they can't they can't teach um children about gender identity or something so i heard about it and i was like well what the fuck is this and everyone i'm hearing about it because the internet is screaming at me about how florida hates gay people and i was like okay um i'm i wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to be honest, but whatever. But then I find I read and I read a few excerpts from the actual bill, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't as bad as everyone was making it seem. They just didn't they didn't want you to teach a first grader about there being like a hundred genders. Like they, and they didn't want to talk about the 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 male. They didn't want to talk about any of it. Like no, but no the, sexuality shit. Yeah, but the biggest problem with that bill is it was vague. It was very it was very vague, which that yes. was a thing that everybody was like, it's very vague. So that means it can be open to interpretation. So but the parent, that, but even they couldn't even expl- they couldn't even remark that if they asked about, you know, oh, if a woman has a, you know, are you married? No. Because you couldn't even say, because it, it opened up, it did the same thing that it did in um, what that Texas bill, where it was if you're if the parents found that you know this they ex- said anything about homosexuality or something like that, the teacher could be sued. So that that I agreed with, right? It was too vague, but that's not what everyone was complaining about. <laughs> everyone was complaining about because. Or the or not everyone, but some of the people on the LGBTQ side were like, "Oh, they hate gay people." It's like that's not what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. There's that. you know, it's your this reactionary way of doing things just makes everyone look stupid. Yeah, and and it gets people like me, not better than everyone, but just normal people, start to just not listen anymore. Yeah, because that's anyone because that, you're all fucking crazy. Well, that's yeah, that becomes the biggest problem. And it's it's one of those things that like, you know, and you, you see it and people sit there and say like, no, that's not true. It's like, just go to your work, go to wherever you work or you hang out and you have that one person that complains about everything. Everything's not right. Everything you sucks. You you suddenly are going to roll your eyes and not listen to them. So then when they have a genuine complaint. Nobody gives a fuck. It's one of the oldest fucking stories they tell you when you're a kid. The boy yeah. who cried wolf. Yeah. You keep complaining about shit, and then eventually the wolf's going to come. Oh, bro, this wolf's going to get me. Fuck this clown complaining about some bullshit again. And then you get eat. Right. You know, it's it's it, <laughs> it's all the lessons from kindergarten have been erased. <laughs> you know, every, and, and everyone wants to be a victim, and everyone's being fucking bothered. But it's just, I, let's all rise above it and just be better people. 
to everyone. I'm just tired of it. That's now, now for, now for an opinion that we literally don't give a fuck about your opinions on, Moon Knight fucking rocks. <laughs> Moon Knight's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's still kind of confusing, but it's fun to watch. Well, yeah, but, we're, but that's the problem. it's supposed to be confusing. It's supposed to be because we're seeing yeah. it through the eyes of the character, right. you know? I kind of the only thing I I did say is um and and only taking it based on what I've seen. I've only seen two episodes of a six episode thing, so I haven't seen enough to really give you a valid opinion anyway. But to me, Stephen Grant seems useless in this narrative. Like he doesn't need to be here, other than being a comic relief. To me. I know he should be. There's something going on. Or there's some, but I who's the fake one and this and that, and they'll reveal it later. But to me, it's like, and even the main characters, he's just in the way. <laughs> like who's the schmuck? Like go go away so we can do shit, you know? So because I kind of think he's the fake one. Grant. Yeah, I yeah. think Grant's the made up one for whatever reason. I think um, Spectre made him up. I think it was basically a way to save him. Yeah. It's like he probably brought too much heat on himself. So they created this alter personality that's completely different, including the accent. So it, it saves him, you know, prevents right. anybody from getting hurt. And then everyone says that his accent's horrible. I'm like, no, it's not. He sounds like he's from England. Like, yeah. it doesn't need to be perfect. It's who cares? Yeah. yeah that's like saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that British person's American accent is pretty bad. Um, and the fact that, okay, if you want to talk about his English accent being bad, how about every time they, cast Arnold Schwarzenegger as everyday American dude. <laughs> it's believable. <laughs> Fuck that. Arnold Schwarzenegger's the shit. Same thing with Gerard. And the same Arnold- thing with Gerard Butler. Like he's cast as <laughs> the perfect movie for Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger that that suits this 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 fucking point is Jingle All the Way. You're trying to tell me <laughs> Arnold motherfucking with the accent and the sheer size of that man. Is in a toy store going, you better find it. You're going to laugh at him? Miss me with that. That was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in cinema. I'd be like, bro, I'll get it from the other store. You don't got to raise your voice. In fact, I'll drive around the city to look he, for it for you. He looked you. like a brick wall in a suit. Like, it was ridiculous. There's another movie, and I've never seen it before. I can't remember the name. It's from the 80s. Something Deal. Raw Deal, well, I Raw think. Deal, yeah. I saw a clip from it the other day. I have no idea. He looks like... I think he's the he's probably the good guy, but um, he was in this like bi- like eighties business suit. Motherfucker looked dapper as shit, but still, let me get the fuck, <laughs> sir. Let me let me get out the way. <laughs> this motherfucker was huge, and he goes into an office with some like boss dude or whatever, criminals, and this other dude from around the corner comes in. He's fu- he's puffing his chest out. This dude maybe five ten, a bucket. He wouldn't be puffing shit out. Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> Sick of, they always want to place him in these roles where like kindergarten cop like like kids aren't gonna think he's fucking jolly green giant <laughs> it's not a tumor <laughs> that movie's classic though i love that movie yeah although the villain the, i'm gonna say for for kindergarten cop it's out of all the movies that i like it's probably the worst villain yeah it's just so dumb I don't know what I don't know. I didn't like the actor. I didn't like anything. Yeah, he was popular at the time, but I every role he played, he was kind of a numbskull. Like, yeah, you know, and he had like a really weird like 
chewing the scene kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, Arnold's in the – he headlines the film. Calm down, okay? Speaking Try to snatch the kid and shut the fuck up. Speaking of villains, Ethan Hawke. Really, real good. I love him as the villain. And I heard he had he had a lot of say in that because um, I was watching something. It was a YouTube clip of a behind the scenes clip. Um, that character that he's playing is in the comics, but not. It's like a fucking D character. Yeah. And there's not a, a lot of story, so they actually asked um, Ethan Hawke to help craft that character. So that's a lot of what he wanted to do. Yeah, because he said this was the first time he ever accepted a role without reading the script. And, oh uh, yeah, because they wouldn't give the script to anybody. I yeah, think. they generally don't. And uh, you know, yeah, he's an old school actor though. He, you give me a script, motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, I I love the way he crafts his character. Like it's it's very like non threatening, which is really cool. And it's a character who believes in what he's doing. You know, yeah. he's doing it for the right reason. He that, thinks he's the good guy, which is hilarious because that whole scene after <laughs> I love it when those two blokes go and take him. In um, handcuff him, throw him in the car, and then open the door, and he falls out. And then Ethan Hawke goes, "Hey, yeah, yeah, these two—they get work for me. They're great, aren't they?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, they're 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 great." <laughs> like essentially, he's a cult leader, right? Yeah. And it's, but I do get that vibe that the god that he's fucking with is lying to him. Yeah. But I also think, um. Kachu's lying the fucking specter a little bit too. Yeah. So I think the thing that we have to remember, because a lot of people watch these shows and, and they, they hear God and they think go, these gods are nice and just, not the old school ones. No. They were constantly fucking people over. So it's, you gotta, I kind of keep them. Greek gods, Egyptian gods. Oh. They were assholes. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It's obvious that the, um, Whoever Ethan Hawke's god is, is is a dick and is just tricking him into doing something. But because um, I think it's it's kind of that old cliche though, done well, but of the whole I'm gonna resurrect her. Yeah, she could be on Earth. Um, <laughs> I love when uh, I love when uh, Stephen tried to, um, got the security guard to play back the video, and all you saw was just him running around, so it looked like he was crazy. Yeah. That shit was great. And then, and then at the end, he's like coming out of the bathroom, and then he just looks right up at the camera. You're like, and I was like, going, "Oh shit, that's not him." And then he says, "Like, that's not me." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that shit was great. It was, it was good." And then the the wife comes in, and that's whole interesting. It's, it's just, it's cool. I like when they film shit where you're getting the exact perspective of the of the main character. But now, the main character's kind of shifted. You don't really know who the main character is anymore because i think based on the end of um the last episode it looks like we're going to be following specter a little bit more yeah. which i think is about right we get two yeah. of steven and then now we get cool. mark and we're going to get that whole thing i still like i said get the suit on not look like a psychotic colonel sanders <laughs> <laughs> hey that suit was fresh fuck all that dude he looked dapper as fuck when he stood up okay dude where's the cane at he looked like a southern gentleman um I've been enjoying it though. I the I also what else? Did, I haven't watched the Halo. Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched Halo yet. Yeah, I enjoy that show, but it's not something that I'm super hyped. Just like I'll see it when I see it. Yeah, that's how I am with most TV shows yeah. though. I think I watched um, I watch I try to watch Moon Knight as soon as possible because I know Steve's gonna want to talk about it. Yeah, because I so, I've I've been watch I've been saving it to Thursday instead of Wednesday because. Star Trek comes on. So I, I do like back to back, like um, Moon Knight and Picard. Yeah, um, I watch all my shows on Thursday. Um, and I, I just, I didn't have to, I think I had just finished Moon Knight 
And then I had to go do something and I didn't have time to watch Halo and I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my, most of my shows have, are ending now. The Uber show, their season finale, their series finales tonight. I just finished watching the last episode of the dropout, which was that Theranos one. Um, uh, let's see what else is, I think, uh, I'm still watching winning time, which is fucking great. I love that show about the Lakers. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a guy in there who does a really solid impression of Chuck Kern. Um, because they have everybody in there. Pat Riley's in there. He's right now he's the color guy for, um, for Chick Hearn. And the guy doesn't look anything like Chick Hearn, but the voice and his cadence, he really yeah. kind of has Chick Hearn's whole, whole deal. Um, and, um, I think that's kind of, kind of it now. Oh, I've, I've picked, repicked up WeWork, which is the, um, or the We Crashed, which is the WeWork one. Um, this week's episode that I watched focused more on Anne Hathaway's character, um, um, and not so much on, um, on Jared Leto's. Um, but it's funny because I, for, I didn't know that the WeWork dude, um, his wife was a Paltrow. She's part of the Paltrow family. So like her cousin's mm. Gwyneth. And um, she, there was a scene in there where she said she was telling her dad um, that she wants to be an actress. And, he go, and her dad goes, you have a lot of talent. I've always said that. He goes, you're, and you're better than Gwyneth. And I'm like, fuck, it's Anne Hathaway. Of course she's better than Gwyneth. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, come on. What are we doing here? <laughs> Oh, I finished um, an audio book. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> book, Fan Fiction, bro. This shit was so funny. Like, so this book is written by Brent Spiner, the guy who plays Data on uh, Star Trek Next Generation. And he's just a witty dude. And he it, he basically did it where he inserted this noir fucking story into real life. So he played himself, essentially. Um but he's such like a pitiful dude sometimes like he's <laughs> he's just neurotic and he's not very brave and <laughs> just overthinks this is crazy but um it was good and they had um it wasn't just his voice and they had like, a little bit of sound effects not too much but um it was just a fun story it was only like six hours and um the ending the ending was it was all right <laughs> i i I, the twist wasn't um, – I didn't I didn't guess the right person for the twist, but also it was just incredibly – plot. it just felt dumb. Like I was like, oh, I, I don't know why I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> um, but it was good, uh, definitely. And only six hours of a listen. That's pretty good. Most most novels are like 10 to 11 hours um, listening time, at least from what I've seen. But yeah. I usually are looking at like fantasy books. Um, and then I'm mine, I'm, slash, I'm, mine are slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one to move to next. I, I was thinking about the, um, the autobiography of, um, uh, Janeway, Captain Janeway. Oh, right. Cause it's read by Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I, I, cause, cause not that spiner's book was a star trek book but it had a you know it had a lot of star trek stuff in it and i'm like all right you know maybe we could do something different um but i don't know i don't know i have some books i don't know what i want to listen to someone <laughs> told me oh you should listen to obama's uh 
autobiography. I'm like, listen, I like Obama as much as the next guy, but he talks really slow. <laughs> and his autobiography ain't, ain't short, you know, so I'm going to need him to speed it up. But you can always speed it up in the thing. Yeah, you could do like twice the speed and it'll sound pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty much normal. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very sentimental speaker. That's the he. He's one of those ones that always seems like he's really carefully thinking. I heard um, Abraham Lincoln spoke like that too, like really slow and deliberate. Yeah, because that's kind of how we. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's how you da- should speak, <laughs> Daniel. Da- I mean, Daniel Day Lewis is Lincoln, in my opinion. So oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for my petition for. Um, you know, for change.org to have the pl- face of Lincoln actually look like Daniel Day Lewis's Lincoln. It should, it should be. It should be, you know. On every <laughs> currency, it's just change Cause, it. Because how American would that be is to change Lincoln to an Irish actor? <laughs> yeah. yeah, do it. <laughs> my favorite um, my favorite scene, that Lincoln movie's great. I've seen it twice, I think. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene's the opening scene where he's just sitting, I, th- I think on like a cart or something. Oh, yeah, and he's, and he's talking, talking to, to those two, two random guys. Two guys that are, I think they were black guys, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he was talking to them, and, and one of them said some real shit. The other one was kind of more like, oh, hi, sir. You yeah. Know? The other one kind of kept it real. Because well, you, you always have those two. There's always one dude that's yeah. like, I'm just going to keep it cool. I'm going to be chill. And the other, the one's, other like, one's like, why Yo. are you fucking up? Yeah, it's like, bro. I mean, come on. And his buddy's like, dude, calm down. And he's like, nah, fuck this shit, dude. <laughs> how many times How many time am I going to have this fool right in front of me? I'm going to tell, him, was, how, I'm gonna tell was, him what it, it is. It was just really well done because he um, he played it. Like, I mean, we don't know how Abraham Lincoln really was. I mean, we know what people wrote down, well, you I didn't, guess. You didn't, you didn't see his YouTube channel? Well, Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> yeah, YouTube channel? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Venmo, you know. <laughs> Um, but you can hit me on cash app <laughs> you can, in that scene. You, I, I felt like that whole scene, like that movie could have been just that scene and it pretty much would have told the same story. Cause it was like, he was, he was sentimental and he was really listening. You could tell that he was really listening to that man. Yeah. And it was, it was something that's a stark difference than most politicians today. I include the ones that I I'm okay with. Too. It's funny too, because like when I watched it, it reminded me of um, Martin Sheen as he plays Bartlett in the West wing. When Lincoln was somewhere and then they would ask him something. Then he'd be like, you know, this one sergeant, you know, he'd go into a story and then you kind of have everybody kind of looking around like, oh, shit, we're losing this guy. <laughs> you know, it's, it kind of reminded me of that where it was just like anytime there was something for it, he would just roll off into some random story that would somehow dovetail back to where it's supposed to be. That's such a good movie. I'm going to watch that movie again soon. Yeah. I love that movie. It is a great movie. I need to watch the I would need to watch the rest of um. What's that one where where he's an oil baron or he's an oil dude? Oh, there will be blood. I've only seen parts of it. Yeah, me too. And it has what's his name who just played the Riddler? Yeah, Paul Paul Dano, who's a really good actor too. I've seen that scene plenty of times. Oh yeah, if, you, if you've been on YouTube, you've seen <laughs> you've that seen scene that scene. Yeah, and that's such an intense like it's kind of great. Like we watch so much movie and TV, right? And then there's some scenes that are so fucking raw, like they're just so visceral. Like it's it's like the way he was screaming, but even Dano, like the way he's just cowering. Yeah. It's so, it was such a real – it was real because it wasn't perfect. It was so awkward, like how he was slipping on the floor and right. it was it was just a crazy scene. What's, what's hilarious is because I, I hear stories about 
Daniel Day-Lewis being very methody when he's on there. Obviously not as methody as like you hear about Jared Leto. Um, well, yeah, he's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But when you see outtakes from um, There Will Be Blood and it's scenes with him and he would fuck up and then he would he would curse and then he'd just start laughing. You know, you're yeah. kind of like, it kind of breaks this like thing of like, you expect him to be like, you know, like how intense is he going to be? I was like, okay. So he was, he was, you know, heavily into the role, but I, I've never, as an actor, I've never believed in the method process. Well, I've, I learned too, cause I thought method acting a long time ago, I thought that method acting meant you were in character a hundred percent of the time. It just means you have like, like certain like techniques that you have to no, do before actually, you start acting. No, actually method is where you stay in. You, that's what Leto's been known to do is to stay in character even during cuts and breaks where you're never like the director can't call you by your name. You know, it be, it would, oh, whoever was explaining it to me was wrong then. Cause yeah, cause method, I, I, it's, I mean, if, if it works for them, I guess I guess everybody's different. But yeah. Usually the problem with method people is they're very selfish. They're very <laughs> difficult to work with. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, well, Leto, Leto was doing wacky shit on the set of um, Suicide Squad. And it's like, okay, cool. You're trying to get into character, but what about everybody else? Well, the thing is too, is that you're getting it together for, it's the Joker. Like that's not a healthy character to stay into. For me, yeah. I, uh, for me, I can hear like when people were bashing Christian Bale for having that, you know, moment where he just chewed out somebody. It's like for certain actors, there are actors that take their roles very seriously. And if it's an intense scene, and someone fucks it up and breaks your concentration, that's, you're working. You're working like they're working. So when people sit there and belittle him because he, you know, because he got pissed off really at somebody. I not think he, he did anything that bad. Like, to me, you're the, you're the headliner of the movie, you know, and you're trying to do, you're trying to do something. And we all saw the movie, the Batman movies he was in. Pretty intense scenes, you know, where he has to be very serious. And Swear like to that. me. Right. <laughs> and someone's just going to walk through a shot or something like that. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. was this fucking amateur hour, dude? Like, and it sounded like, if I remember correctly, that wasn't the first time. Yeah. And, and Bale just said, hey, what the fuck? Like, yeah. knock it off. Yeah, he's you know? like, you know, he's, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing and the other guy's supposed to be doing what he's doing. But the other guy's, making mistakes that's fucking him up but it, you know what it is though it's that whole thing now that people that the whole the whole saying of punch up don't punch down people have taken that to the extreme so it's like oh well bail is a higher paid actor he can't speak to someone who's working on set like that like, yes he can <laughs> of course he can just because he gets more money for what he's doing doesn't mean the 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 person who gets less money is this untouchable fucking being that can do no wrong he's fucking up yeah like it's what it is yeah know? i mean you know you fuck up at your job you get belittled too sometimes you know it's just like you know and it's in you know but they were true and it was the same situation with um what's the scientologist name Dude, Tom Cruise. He's not a bad guy. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, saying the Scientologist that makes him seem like a bad guy. But when he checks somebody, um, yeah, in that a role too. That whole thing with COVID. Yeah, that whole thing where he was yell, where he was coming down on the crew, and they were like, "Oh, he's such an asshole." Not really. No, he's trying to get. He's, he's trying he's, to get people employed. Yeah, he's a producer <laughs> on that movie. But right. the thing is, is that everybody takes he is the boss. <laughs> everybody takes that snapshot. But I have heard so many other stories that of how. He's come to the aid of crew, Absolutely. cast, when the director gets pissy. 
you know. Um, well, he's an old school actor, and and Tom Cruise is one of those cats that, yeah. Technically, the director is the boss, of course, you know, but if Tom Cruise has enough weight that if you're really fucking up, he's like, all right, yeah. like, that's enough. Yeah, you know? it was one of um, Patrick had a friend who worked on the um, the last samurai. And um, I need to see that. I still yeah, haven't seen it. He said uh, that there was one scene where the director, um, the scene wasn't going right and um, something was happening. And then the director just like got pissed off and started chewing out everybody on the set and then tom cruise went over to him and go hey puts his arm around him walks him off and then uh they have a discussion then tom comes back to everybody and goes hey guys you're doing a great job it's just you know it was tired it's it's a long day he goes but you guys are doing good job you know he brought up the morale of everybody like kind of countering what what he did and then i heard i read the story about um these three uh extras that were doing um that last Die Hard movie he did, and um, you know he's sitting on the uh, he's sitting on the chair, and his chair it's cold at night, and he's got a little space heater, and they've got he's got a you know they got a blanket on him, and he's just sitting there, and the he noticed these three extras that were just playing security guards, they're kind of huddled together trying to like you know get warm because it's cold, and he told him he goes hey guys hang out over here I got a heater right here, so they came over they hung out there and he said he shot the shit with them for you know, about a good 45 minutes, getting warm. He goes, and then when they were doing a shot and they're in between takes, the guys are lying on a concrete floor, freezing in, and he goes, he says, like, hey, can we get blankets for these guys? Let's get some blankets for these guys so they don't freeze, the yeah. fu- you know, freeze on the fucking what people, floor. Some people forget, no matter where you are or what you're doing, if Tom Cruise is there, he is now the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one running the show. But, it, you know, he has weight, you know, and he uses that weight in a good way from what I've heard. Right. You know, like if someone, if someone's being mistreated and I like to hear that too, cause I know, I know like sometimes the, the crew can be treated a little bit shitty and you know, stuff like that. And then some actors are the ones that are treating them shitty. Yeah. You know, um, people who are a little too full of themselves, but, um, but yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention real quick. So you made, you made a tweet about, um, Will Smith did, oscar bait movies oh, or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like does he do oscar bait movies and then i thought yeah because i never watch them that's how you know yeah. it's oscar bait when i've never seen them yeah and then the people around me haven't seen them yeah it's like like that the pursuit of happiness and those kind of movies where it's always you know something i saw so i watched the pursuit of happiness okay that's the one where he's he ain't got he doesn't have a job right right so I watched Prim it. Prim's Hood Cinema did that movie this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I watched that movie and um It's a sad hood movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I the thing that I noticed about Oscar Bait movies for real is it's not a bad movie. Okay. Um but it's trying really hard. Right. Like and I noticed like Everyone has to have this like deep monologue. It's it's just a, not a realistic thing, you know. And and movies don't have to be realistic, but usually those movies are trying to be realistic. Right. And it's not every movie that wins Best Picture is shit. I mean, there's been plenty of movies <laughs> that have been very deserving, but it's um. And that, like I said, like that King Richard movie that that won, or he. Oh, I don't yeah. think the movie won. I think he won yeah, for he, the movie. Yeah. Um. It doesn't look like it's a bad movie. I'm never going to watch it. Well, my thing was, is like, oh, yeah, let's do a movie about the, the Williams sisters and focus on the dad. 
Like it kind of was like, mm, really? Yeah, and it's it's that kind of shit to me. Like I can't quite place it or prove it, but that to me is you're trying too hard to be different. Like you're trying to get awards. Yeah, like it's, it's hard for me to articulate what I'm feeling. Yeah, but it's, it's like I, I get what you're saying. And it's not that what you would assume. Like if you're gonna make a movie about them, you would make a movie about the if you okay in in the universe there's two different movies right there's the movie that was made which was about the father and then there's a movie about the daughters the movie about the daughters would be for us right the movie about the father is for the oscars no one gives a fuck well there's like there's that movie that ridley scott did uh early this year that he bitched and moaned because nobody went to see called the last duel and um it was. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, it was the that whole night movie, and and every reviewer said this is this is Oscar bait. This is this is an Oscar bait movie. The thing is too, and I love look, you know, Steve knows this, and Steve's the same. A good intellectual film is great. Yeah, but not all the time. Like yeah. sometimes you just want to make the popcorn and and enjoy a good movie and laugh and have a good time, a little bit of drama, you know, whatever, whatever. But some of these movies are so heavy. It's like I always use the analogy Schindler's List. Amazing mm. film. Okay. I've seen Schindler's List once. I only have to see it once. Okay. <laughs> it's a depressing movie. Of course it's depressing because it's talking about real life events, very depressing time in history, you know, this and that and the other thing. But – Imagine if the only movie you could watch for the rest of your life was Schindler's fucking list. <laughs> You'd throw yourself off a fucking bridge. Sometimes yeah. it's okay. Like sometimes people get to a point intellectually where they, they look like, oh, Marvel movies. <laughs> Please. Like fuck off with that. Uh, well, like that's so stupid, dude. It's the same thing. Like Jared Leto said that theaters wouldn't survive. I, he goes, I think that theaters wouldn't be surviving now if it wasn't for marvel movies and i go shut the fuck up i go you're in a marvel movie so obviously you're gonna say that i go yeah he's talking it up. i go look i go if it wasn't marvel movies now it'd be some other genre that's making a lot of money that's what it would be i go this this thing is that everybody has this disdain because oh that's all the movies that are in there bullshit have you seen most of the movies that have come out i haven't but i've seen the trailers for it and no one else has either it's like going, don't you sit there and complain about, oh, Marvel movies are the only ones in the theater. What Marvel movies out there right now? Yeah. What Marvel movie is out there right now? None. There, there isn't one. Yeah. Yeah. It's by They only come out in the summer or the winter. Yeah. I mean, we have May, which is going to be Doctor Strange, but there's no Marvel movie right now. Batman was out for a little bit and then that disappeared. It's like. It, and then another thing too. So l- let me let me put a point. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Marvel on this one because the Batman movie, amazing film. Steve and I both liked it. I think everybody fucking liked it. There's the occasional asshole that didn't. Whatever. <laughs> um, was it is it a different tone than the Marvel movies? Of course, but that's not what I'm talking about. This is a superhero movie. Okay. No one gave a fuck that all anyone was talking about was the Batman for like three <laughs> weeks. Right. It was fine. If it's a Marvel movie now. And it's always because whatever's the biggest gets attacked. Yeah. So everyone Marvel has has lost that newness to it, which isn't a negative. It just is what it is. It's been out for a while. And now you get those fucking they're basically what are they called? Um what are those fucking hipsters? Hipsters. So now that it's <laughs> cool, they don't wanna you know, they don't want anything to associate with. They wanna do different shit. Well, 
my biggest thing is that the people that complain that Marvel is do, you know, it's like, oh, it's only Marvel movies that are making any money. It's like, okay, have you gone and seen anything that's not Marvel? I doubt it. The pre the problem is is that what's happened before is not happening there because the thing is is that and the pandemic kind of accelerated it. it we already started seeing it beforehand. People were getting a little more sophisticated about yeah. what they were going to because theaters are fucking expensive. Right. And people were getting pretty picky on what they were seeing because what are studios doing everybody complains about oh they're you know they're only marvel movies well yeah there's marvel movies there's reboots you know yeah. people are doing reboots of shit that no one asked for all the time you know they're they're doing all these you know woke versions of classic movies which is funny because somebody um one of the guys at work says he goes and this guy keep in mind he's like 27 and he was like yeah he goes i watched that um my fiance and I watched uh, that. Was it Greater by the Dozen or something? But oh god, it was um, uh, cheaper, cheaper by, by the, the dozen? dozen. Yeah, that new one that they did with Zach Braff. They did and, a new one? Yeah, they did a new one for Disney Plus. Zach oh. Braff and um, Gabrielle Union. And he goes, "Oh my god, it was trying so hard to be woke." And I started laughing. And this is a twenty-seven-year-old. He goes, "Cause they had the." The kid in the wheelchair. They had the black kid that, um, you know, was you could just see someone behind the camera with the with a with a clipboard and yeah. checklist. Well, we, I had said something, but I had said something earlier about a checklist, and then I go talking about checklists. He goes, "Yeah, exactly." He's like, going, "Okay, we have an LGBTQ. We have a oh handicap. Okay, we have interracial couple. We, it's all like, it's, it's everyone stops saying. Is there not a trans person in this film? <laughs> exactly. <We're> like, Holy <laughs> shit, we need to shut down production for three weeks because we need to get a trans person here. But it was it was hilarious because I was like going, I go, yeah, you know, I go look. I get it. We want to be inclusive, but sometimes we're trying a little too hard and social media be, doesn't help. Right. Because it has it, to be organic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, here was the one thing that, that bothered me was um, when Star Trek said that they were going to have their first trans person. You know, they go, there's going to be a trans character and everybody, and, and I think even you said, they go, no, we already had one in the next TNG. They were talking about the actor. The actor was trans. Yeah. And people fucking forgot about that part because I was like, that person that played that quote unquote trans back then was a woman. <laughs> okay. It was a female. Oh, no. It was, uh, it wasn't, well, I guess it still is trans. It was non binary. So yeah. someone who doesn't attribute to a specific. Right. And I was like, no, they've had that before because Riker fell in love with the person. Right. In the episode. But then, yeah, it was the actor. It was, was the like, actor. Yeah. It was like care. in this one, it was the actor that was actually a non binary. So that's what they're, and people were like, oh, no, they had one before. I'm like, going, you guys are missing the point. It's an actual actor is what they're saying. Nobody cares. No one cares. They, people are so addicted to being outraged. They don't even check the fucking information. Anymore. They just jump onto the wagon and hope for the best. One of the one of the girls I work goes, do you have pronouns? I go, yeah. She goes, what are they? And I go, um, WTF and bruh. I go, those are my pronouns. <laughs> She's like, I don't think that's how it works. I go, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, that's one just... of my one of my son's friends is like you know 16 and they're super woke or whatever and it's, i don't care you know, they're a teenager fucking let them have their thing um they were over here and uh they asked about pronouns my, my son and them were talking he was talking to my son about my son was like i don't i don't really you know whatever anybody wants to be called that's that's up to them i you know it's not a big deal right. my son basically sounds like me <laughs> like i don't i don't really care um, 
And he said, what about you? And I knew it was he was trying to get me to say something stupid. Yeah, he was trying to goat you. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Ryan? I'm like, well, if my son doesn't care, I probably don't either. (laughs) And um, he goes, well, what pronouns do you go by? And I'm like, I don't know. Just call me something. See what I say. (laughs) Like, I don't I said I said the the pronoun issue for me, just for me, because I speak for myself is such a non-issue. I don't think about it. So I don't care. Like if so, I'm also not one of those people. If someone said, excuse me, ma'am, I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> I've never I don't care. I might turn around and go, oh, no. Usually if someone accidentally calls me because everybody everyone's had that before you get accidentally called a woman or a man. I usually say I'm not pretty enough, <laughs> which I know is probably an old sexist thing to say. I don't care. I just that's turn. I, I just turn around and put my dick out. But that's right. That's Bop right on the table. But that's generally like anytime somebody even says <laughs> hi to me, I do that. I mean, generally, Steve's dick is always out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh-huh. let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> Just helicoptering down the street. <laughs> I, li- I literally the- propel down the street. because <laughs> If you go over his house, don't ever say you're hot because <laughs> you're going to get a fan that you didn't ask for. Um, but yeah, it's like the problem is we live in a society now where um, – you have to pick a side for some people, not everybody. I, I seriously still believe most people don't give a fuck about any of this shit. And most people don't. It's just the social media people. And, you know, and they're not real people. Even the social media are just most of the times they're just trolls anyway. What was it? Um, Dave Chappelle. He said um, people said they were they were dragging me on Twitter, but I didn't care because Twitter is not a fucking real place. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not. It's, it's not. The, and and it's funny because a lot of people came out and tripped about that on Twitter. Um, so it is there's real people. I'm Irony. Like, it's, not a, it's not a real place because if you're in a situation where every human being who is speaking has no accountability and they don't have to worry about anybody fucking yelling back at them, like for real, there's no threat of any retaliation. It's not a real place right. because you're gonna get some fucking hot ass takes mm-hmm. that no one would ever say in real life not because they're like oh they'll beat me up for it because your take is trash so you're not going to say that in real life because everyone's going to go what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) you could say it on twitter because when people say ew i don't believe what you're saying you could just flame them and fucking troll right the internet sucks well it's like i um like uh i had a hot take on uh twitter the other day hot take hot take because uh because the Lakers are out of the playoffs. And so, you know, Did that happened like six months ago. Well, it officially <laughs> happened like the other day, um, even bro, though pretty, happened, mu- pretty much everybody, last year, everybody counted them out by the big, I think when the season started, what was the, <laughs> it's like about the time the season you started, counted them out. I think I was like, Hey, the Suns are going to play um, the Lakers. And I still remember you're like, yeah, they're going to lose. The <laughs> I was like, damn, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that now. Um, so, you know, um, you know, uh, King James isn't playing now. What, bro? He he ain't playing now. And um, at one of the, at the Laker game that he decided he was going to sit out, people were holding signs that said Kobe would have played. And uh, he would have. Oh hell yeah, he would have played till the end. And I put, I go it's the I, same fucking thing when he walked out when they were losing against the Suns last year. Yeah, and it, that shit's despicable. Don't fucking and do that. So, entire city, come on. So I tweeted. I was like, I think we're all aware that King, at Kings James, I go is no Kobe. He he was a team builder. LeBron wants a team that he doesn't have to work too hard to get a ring. Exactly. Yeah, he wants to coast, and he's an amazing ball player. 
I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> my fucking overweight dumbass ain't going to sit here talking about how he ain't good at fucking basketball. He's great at basketball, but he's older now. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's just there to make money. Now he wants to now he wants to play with um with uh Steph Steph Curry. And I was like, "Yeah, because Steph Curry already creates a team." <laughs> I go, "He can just go in there and, you know, and and play with him so he doesn't have All to work I'm so saying hard." Is the number 1 team in the Eastern Conference is the Heat. Miami Heat. 53 wins, Let that sink. Points. Let let that sink in Let for it a sink second. all the way. In. <laughs> second is the Bucks, not too far behind, but a couple of games. The first in the Western Conference, Phoenix Suns, with 64 wins and 17 losses. I don't know what the fuck they put in the Gatorade over there. <laughs> but that team, I swear to God, this is probably going to be I'm I'm not I'm not even trying to be crazy right now, but I think the Suns are going to take it this year for real. Because it's ridiculous. They've been playing like gods all fucking year. It's ridiculous. I don't know what's happening. Well, they, they kind of imploded during the... Who were they playing? The Celtics last year? When they made it to the playoffs and then they kind of crumbled. Was it the Celtics or... I think it was the Celtics. Yeah. It was no, the Celtics. was it the Bucks? No, I don't think it was the Bucks. I think I would have remembered that. Oh, no, because the Bucks are in the Eastern Conference. I think it was the Celtics. Yeah. Because I think I remember they... I think they, when they, once they started getting into the playoffs, they folded under... I think Well... They, We'll see, because this year, ooh-wee, okay? <laughs> Especially when the, the top-tier team on the Eastern Conference is like almost 10 games behind the Suns. <laughs> Come on now. And let, let, let's just keep in mind, let, I hope that's sinking in, the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Yeah. The Heat, guys. <laughs> it was so funny because like... Uh, the Grizzlies are second in the Western Conference. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is happening? I don't it's know. I don't know what's going on in the world. The Lakers now. suck, so now there's a power vacuum. Everything's different. <laughs> I was. I went to. I went to the uh, the BK Lounge, as Dan Cook used to call it, um, <laughs> uh, the other day, and you know, basketball seasons. You know, everything. You know, everything's going on. They were playing a rerun because I looked and I go, the Lakers are playing the Clippers. Why is the Clipper logo old? And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, and then Shaq goes down the front. I was like going, holy shit, they're showing a fucking old Laker game. Bro, that's fucking embarrassing, <laughs> You're dude. watching an old Laker game with Kobe and Shaq and Phil Jackson. I was like, I started, I literally started laughing. I was like, what the fuck? We have to look at the good old days to look at a good team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. It really is a shame. And I think I think the Lakers, they show um, what so many teams have done. They, the Lakers aren't the only ones who've done this, where you build your entire strategy around one person. Yeah. And as soon as that person doesn't perform at that peak anymore, your entire team falls apart. What was fun? It seems like LeBron is just a baby. Oh, he's a fucking big ass baby. You know, and it's it's it really the Lakers. Look, I talk a lot of shit about the. Obviously, I live in Phoenix. Come on, you know I'm going to talk shit about the Lakers. But that's a legacy team. You know they don't deserve someone walking off when they might lose a game. Like that's just little kid shit. You know, and it's stupid. Well, thanks for joining us on ESPN 940, uh, where, where we talk about the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> 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 
Listen, I travel whatever the fuck I want on this podcast. I think we started to talk about basketball. We got into it on the Star Trek podcast, and Steve yeah. was trying to derail me. He's like, "Well, anyway, yeah, that's true. We start, yeah, we we because you know, like we do on, on on that show, we just do we just kind of talk in the intro, and then we get there. Yeah. We were talking about basketball. We talk, like, we talk in the intro, but Steve. God bless him. He tries to keep it on brand, okay? <laughs> and sometimes we'll be talking about Star Trek, and, I'll, and he'll say something about, like, Captain Kirk, and I'll go, that reminds me, you know, this Suns game last night. <laughs> and I could see Steve just going, oh, my God, Adam. You just, Jesus. You just hear me go, just like, like against the microphone, just like. The Suns, <laughs> the suns are relevant to Star Trek because it's the sun. It's a star. It's what okay. it's what they go around when they go want to go back in time. That's right. <laughs> and um, I'm going back in time right now with them winning shit. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we close out tonight, have some video game news that I wanted to kind of touch on. Oh. Two favorite games of mine, Max Payne One and Two, are getting remastered for the Fucking PS5 finally. and the Xbox X and S. Um, they actually, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Rockstar. Uh, made a deal with uh, uh, Remedy Entertainment, who is actually going to uh, work on the remaster. Um, is going to work on the remaster while Rockstar is financing it uh, for both Max Payne and Max Payne Two: The Fall of Max Payne. Um, they're going to use Remedy's proprietary Northlight game engine, um, which was uh, used in uh, the 2019 game Control. And yeah, Remedy's a really good company. They made the Alan Wake series too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're a really good company. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and and in as in addition to launching on the PC, the resulting two game package will be current gen console exclusives on the Xbox and PlayStation. So we've gotten into that realm now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's remastered, so it's like yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm excited, but this 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 should have happened a long time ago. Oh yeah, those honest. games were great. Those games were fucking amazing. I've played the first one. I haven't played the second one. Yeah, first one. I mean, I remember that was like the first game I got super into. Yeah, and it was also around the time when you started being able to watch uh, YouTube videos. Where you oh, because yeah, yeah. like you know, there's that one where he goes back, where he go. I think he has that nightmare, but he's going down that black that uh, black abyss, but you're following the blood trail. And if you go too far off, you fall into the abyss. And I remember going, fuck, how am I getting through this? And then I ended up going to YouTube and go, oh, that's how you do it. All right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. I'm really excited. We ha Obviously, we have no, uh, no release date because they just no. signed the deal now. So yeah, it's uh, going to happen. It's probably sometime next year. Yeah. If, if that would be the soonest, I would see it. Right. And also announcement today as of the day we're recording, which is Sunday, uh, April 10th. Kingdom Hearts 4 is announced. Yeah, this will come since it's announced today, this will come out in 2032. <laughs> so as long as it took to get Kingdom Hearts 3 Jesus. out. Jesus Christ. Um there yeah, so it's gonna apparently it's gonna be a brand new adventure that um Square Enix is calling a new storyline. And it and the trailer itself <laughs> featured Zora, Donald, and Goofy. Um and it's called the Lost Master Arc. Um other cool things is in the in this um preview trailer i have the link in the show notes they also have um a new game coming out for uh mobile devices and um where is it here um trying to remember it's uh where the hell is oh and um no that's not it where the fuck did it go uh maybe it's further down oh here it is 
Um, yeah, they're going to also do announce a separate game called Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, which um, is in development for iOS and Android. And it's a mobile game that'll be set in the world of uh, Scala at Calium. I'm butchering that name from Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, so that one's supposed to come out, uh, I believe, later this year. So, yeah, so there's actually pretty um, some pretty cool stuff. I was really surprised about the Kingdom Hearts 4, but... I'm happy that they're going to be doing a different storyline. They've been doing that one. It, it's like Star Wars at this point. Right, like right. They've been doing that one storyline for so long. Like, <laughs> let's move on. Um, interested to see. And it's a good jumping in point, too. Because I feel like the Kingdom Hearts series has become too daunting for some of these younger cats that want to go back and, and check it out. Yeah. It also got really convoluted if you start adding in the mobile games. And yeah, it was just confusing. Yeah. It, I mean, and you always kind of felt. Like if you just stuck with the console games, you kind of felt you missed some stuff because yeah. because they tied in a and little bit. They were all bit. great games. Yeah, they were all great. You know, but, but no one's trying to play a fucking um, Game Boy Advance game right now. <laughs> you know, like you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would. But I'm just, you know, saying like the younger people. Right. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're trying to stay ad free and pronoun free. Uh, which would keep us editorially independent, uh, but you can, <laughs> but you, we can only do that with your support. So you want to help us out? You can head over to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. I told some flat out about pronouns at, at work one time. I was like, like, oh, you don't like when people have their pronoun? I'm like, I, I just don't care. Like, I don't like or dislike. I don't give a fuck. Like, if you tell me I prefer to be called a woman, I'll say okay, and I'll just try to do that as best I can. <laughs> You know, I've I've started just being neutral about it with everybody. I just start saying to you when I'm at I just, work. I just when, when I'm at work, I'm like, you, you, you. And they're like, I have a name. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Get over here. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But Arizona isn't um, as fashion forward as California is. So I, I don't think it's as, as much of a issue here. I never it's, hear anybody I, here. I never hear. It. I never hear anybody. Because I think it's just here. online. Yeah. It's people, it's the college crowd. And that's always been that way. Is the college crowd and younger are always amped up about something that yeah. isn't. I, I actually, be, because we are working with a lot of teenagers at our store, I'm actually finding that teenagers don't give a fuck. Whatever. I know I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck enough to know who gives a fuck. Yeah. Because like we say something, they just kind of roll their eyes or whatever. It's like. A, I think they're tired of it. Yeah. They're just like. Because I know my kids are. Because my, my kids tell me that people talk about it in high school. And I go, everyone? She goes, no. It's just the people who do. My daughter said the people who do are loud. Yeah. And um, and then my son, he goes, they always have different colored hair. I don't know why. It's like a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So they're like, they're like what they used to be like the emo or the nonconformist kids. Yeah, of you course. Know? They, they want to be different. You we know, don't they're, conform, they're, but we're going to do this. <laughs> they're fighting the system. Yeah. You know, and God bless them. I hope they figure it out. I, you know, it's, I'm not someone who, I'm not Ben Shapiro. Okay. I don't give a fuck. As long as they're healthy and happy, that's great. But I've I'm Ben that, Shapiro cu covered in Oreo cookie cream. <laughs> that's right. Bukaki style. a special style. surprise in this cream cookie baby. Bukaki um, style. <laughs> the cookies are turning the frogs gay <laughs> it's all blended together now it's all connected that's like the marvel it. universe it's that's all connected right. <laughs> the marvel universe is pairing us 
<laughs> we're being groomed by the Marvel Universe. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's another word that needs to go is groomed. The problem is with any slang term, and this isn't this isn't a new thing. This is always like this, but you, a word always loses its meaning when everyone starts using it too much. And using and I, it in the wrong tense. Context doesn't exist. I want the word context to become trend. <laughs> because it's it's like it's woke. It means nothing now. Um, groomed means nothing now. Like they mean something, but no one knows what right. it means anymore. <laughs> they overuse it. Or um, fo- like, you know, underline phobia like transphobe right gay phobe it's like like i don't i don't really think that there are someone will say i don't think there's a hundred genders i'm not i'm not i don't know if i can agree with that and everyone's like you're fucking transphobic like what (laughs) (laughs) i thought phobic meant you were afraid of something (laughs) anyway um you can't help it cash that's cool um broken here (laughs) to do what you want all right Help us with our pronouns, okay? <laughs> you can also help us out by recommending the show to your friends and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, wherever you can, um, in the public bathroom of your choice. Uh, <laughs> you can go to a college campus near you, let everybody know, you know, I don't know, isn't put it on the fucking poster board. In the, do they still have those where they have the, the pin board, you know? Like hmm. rent here, you like somebody oh, you, say you rent a house here or whatever. Yeah, usually it's pinned to some or uh, taped to somewhere, you know. I saw. Did you see that TikTok? It was um some chick was pointed out. Some dude wrote. He's like looking for a roommate, female only, no lock doors, must be between the age <laughs> of eighteen and twenty five. <laughs> like weird shit. Like you could sleep. It, it said you could sleep on the couch until you're comfortable to share the bed. Jesus. Oh, Five hundred dollars a month, and in this economy, you'd be like, mm, I could some, probably swing Someone's that. thinking about it. Someone's <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I was like, what? The you you the roll, balls on this guy. You roll up and go, hey, I identify as a female. So, uh. <laughs> like, he basically long windedly said, "I'm going to fuck you yeah. when you move in. I'm going to rape you." It's like, <laughs> right? If you're cool with that, right. it's Five hundred a month. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! It's like me and this, me and this other guy. We were talking about, you know, like you know, gas prices and everything's so expensive. We're like, yeah, even fucking fucking guys that have to that go and give out candy at the fucking park are actually selling the candy now because you know times <laughs> are so fucking tough. <laughs> like, hey kids, you want to buy some candy? It's fifty. It's fifty cents a piece. Right, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, also, I got Cash App. I got Venmo. Yeah, <laughs> everything's odd. You know? <laughs> oh man, uh, and um, if you uh, you can check out our other show on the Lazy Geeks Network, the Away Team, which is our Star Trek centric podcast. Uh, we recap each episode of Star Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. Uh, we're uh, I think today we're going to record our second season finale, and we're going to start our third season, which is closing in on the end of season three of the actual Enterprise. So. You know, just to kind of let you know where we're at. Um, and uh, but you can find that show wherever you got this one. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have some suggestions, comments, questions, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks or email us the geeks at the Lazy All right. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We're thinking so you don't have to.